The green glow of reanimation is bright today on Podcast Magoria. Another episode of Podcast Magoria. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. And today we will be discussing Herbert West, the reanimator. <gasps> which this is an autumn episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I will be talking a lot in yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is this is uh this is your the, your will forte. Yeah, yeah, I am the bigger Lovecraft person out of the both of us. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes. Uh, but essentially I wanted to kind of talk about reanimator because I, I've kind of seen a resurgence of, um, I guess the fandom, the sure. reanimator fandom, I guess is the best way to put it. Cause I've seen a lot of like young teens starting to really get into like yeah. Herbert West in general. Yeah. Like there's uh, it just, it feels like any moment now we're going to see just a bunch of reanimator stuff pop up in hot topic. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, you know, I guess like, especially here recently cause uh, I can't remember what the brand was uh, or is that does the like the little hyper stylized uh, figures and stuff, but they have mm -hmm. a reanimator figure of that. And oh, what was it? I just recently saw you can get a um, oh the the tiki mug yeah the tiki mug the, the yeah, head yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I was just like uh oh <laughs> yeah I kind of want that <laughs> I've never really wanted tiki mugs, but that one it's I was really like, cool it's pretty neat yeah so I don't know the, the, definitely. There's a marketing happening. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I, it's definitely a, I'm surprised that, uh, was it Creepy dot, uh, Creepy Co? Yeah, Creepy I'm, Co. I'm surprised that they haven't had a line yet come mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, now, if you see it pop up, guys, you heard oh, it here first. Right. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, if they want to make some podcast Macorio stuff, like please <laughs> but but yeah so um definitely this is gonna be an autumn heavy uh episode because i mean you're definitely the you're the nosy uh the the, the knows it the who knows it of uh of this uh -huh. stuff my exposure to reanimator of course is strictly via the movie yeah you haven't even watched the other two movies yeah <laughs> um yeah so i just it's 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 very uh it's a very foreign concept i get the ideas mm -hmm. behind it yeah um and i'm very enthused about like i, I absolutely love the film the first film mm -hmm. um but but yeah it's not I, I i don't know anything about the history of it right so intro aside let's dig in because there's a lot to cover here yeah um yeah. who is Herbert West, and better yet, where did he first appear? Like, how did this start? Okay, well, Herbert West, he got his start in a little magazine called Weird Tales. Oh, yes. Back in the 1920s, there was a series of stories published. Of course, the author, H.P. Lovecraft, little-known author. Nobody <laughs> nobody knows about yeah, him. Yeah, right. <laughs> also get this, the name of the story is Herbert West Reanimator. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah. So 
essentially to get into Herbert West, like who he is, the the title itself should tell you reanimator, mm-hmm. but I, I will go into a little more detail. Sure. For the um, uninitiated, for those that may not know. Right, or might not get the concept of what reanimation is. Sure. Herbert West is essentially a doctor that he was trying to formulate a serum to bring back the dead. Mm-hmm. And all sorts of shenanigans ensue. Yeah. Like, he, he just keeps messing up these experiments, and bad things keep happening. And Yeah, so this is basically, it's um, like a, it's a tongue-in-cheek, dry parody mm-hmm. of Frankenstein. Right. Well, you know, I mean, the, the first part of the story is essentially a retelling of Frankenstein because, I mean, the lab burns down and everything yeah. like that. So it, it, it was... I feel like he was very heavily influenced by Frankenstein. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Um, The other thing I thought was kind of interesting about this is it's probably one of the best examples of kind of like the change or the influence of uh, modern zombies Mm -hmm. not being not being summoned through a mystic way not right. it's not voodoo it's not right. you know no one's using like a like a powder to bring people back you know and it's, it's not it's not angry gods mm-hmm. it's it's science this is a science zombie well yeah i i feel like there wasn't a lot of science um reanimation stories between frankenstein and this sure i think it yeah as far as i'm aware it's mostly mysticism involved yeah yeah some sort of cursed gem you know yeah like it's you like you know uh here here, hot take the mummy zombie Mm. Uh, (laughs) for a discussion for another time yeah definitely but but, you know (laughs) kids uh eat on that chew on that concept for a second my brain's chewing on it right now because you know you always categorize mummy as the mummy mummy, yeah not a zombie but but technically zombie hmm, yeah (laughs) yeah which that'll have to lead to another hp lovecraft right story uh eventually but i will say like herbert west's like his creations aren't ever really uh described as zombie sure sure um, yeah, and I mean, it's not a, you know, um, like, Return of the Living Dead, send more brains right. kind of thing. But, you know, Return of the Living Dead is also an example of this is, they're, they're science zombies. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, because it's from experimentation and stuff like that. Right. You know, it's not, you know, again, like, no one read the ancient text to raise mm-hmm. the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it, and they're not, you know, bitten by Dracula or nothing. It's These are, these are zombies. Yeah, these, which I... Uh, Another point I'd like to bring up about this is in the stories and in the movies, uh, essentially, like, it's always brought up, oh, the body's deteriorated too much. That's why it's so violent and it yeah. has no thought process. And that that is essentially what we see with zombies now is that they're, they they don't have brains. That's why they crave them, I guess, sure. you know. Yeah. Well, they, well, yeah, because uh, you basically, as it deteriorates... Um, the thought process of of these zombies it, it got, goes in like reverse uh evolution yeah yeah so you lose your higher brain and get reduced to just your animalistic impulses yeah fight or flight and yeah. you choose to fight yeah yeah non-stop <laughs> fight uh, <laughs> focusing a little heavy on the uh, on the zombie side of things but yeah. i mean this is but this is i mean ultimately it, 
a big chunk of it is about I mean reanimation, reanimation, and, yep. and such. Now with uh with Herbert West's um, experiments, mm-hmm. it's not strictly just you know bringing people back to life yeah at one point it's body parts yeah um but it it, from what i remember in the story because it's been a while i i don't think he ever experiments on anything else but human stuff i see in the movie though we do have our famous cat scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was alive this morning. Well, it wasn't when I got home. <laughs> yeah, which um, to, to kind of focus a little bit more on to the movie side of things, because uh, I think that's what people are probably more familiar with. Right, right. You know, aside from your hardcore horror fans right and naturally your hp lovecraft fans and such well the the sur- the resurgence of people liking it i i definitely think it's more on the movie side yeah because yeah. everybody's like jeffrey combs jeffrey combs yeah. i love him rightfully so and yeah, yeah rightfully I, I so <laughs> yeah i sincerely doubt that it's just suddenly we've got a new generation of bookworms right <laughs> <laughs> i mean not, nothing against folks that you know like to read i mean god bless you but there's i don't think that there's at this current point in time in in, in our history i don't see that being a thing yeah I, it, it, you know maybe audiobook maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but with the with the movie you know and this is where i can i can speak to it a little bit better um it's such a i love the fact that the movie is a comedy like oh, flat yeah. out, it's a comedy horror, which, which I mean, we all know. I hope you know by now that that's where I have a huge soft spot when it comes to horror <laughs> is the comedy side of things. Now, what I love about Herbert West in the movie is the fact that he's a character that does not know he's in a comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he is absolutely just very serious, but also incredibly bumbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say, yeah, compared to the book version of Herbert West, the movie version, he's a little more bumbling, but he's still so straight-faced mm-hmm. that it's almost like he doesn't really get the humor of the situation sure. that's going on around him. <laughs> now, um, something like, and, and comparison between story version versus movie version is, I, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, here you have a fresh-faced college student, Herbert West, mm-hmm. very inexperienced, but super passionate about his work. Right. Um, which is why he's so bad at it. It's because you got to think, he's, he's a kid. He's a child basically doing these science experiments, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to be a big grown-up. Uh, <laughs> and I think that that's, I think that's maybe what gets kind of like lost there a little bit with the movie or maybe where you, like, I think they, they do a really good job of kind of like showing that, He's this headstrong nerd, yeah. essentially in class, yeah. that has no experience, but is going ahead and, and with, you know, he's putting the cart before the horse. Yeah, yeah, definitely counting the eggs in the basket. Yeah, you know, yeah, like. it's, it's, <laughs> whatever idioms that you want to go with. Uh, it's 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 funny because the fact I mean, you can definitely re- I think anybody can relate to that being passionate about something in your youth mm-hmm. and going complete, just jumping in without looking to see where you're jumping right um now in the book version is he 
I mean, is he a fresh-faced child out of still in school, still in Miskatonic? I mean, him and the narrator do start in school. I mean, mm-hmm. the, but they're still doctors in the basement and doing all this stuff. Okay. For some reason, the narrator's with Herbert West through the whole story, which is amazing. But I mean, just like in the movie, like yeah, I, I can't remember if it's the same character if the narrator from the story is the same character that's yeah. in the movie with Herbert. But just like, yeah, I, I want to have stuck around right. <laughs> is essentially right. what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> the cat probably would have been the line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the final part. But yeah, like... And, I, I mean, like, in the movie, before the cat thing, him and his girlfriend are going, well, that guy is kind of a weirdo. He's a little... He's a little out there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really terrible roommate. Very, very like, you know, it's, it's this, yeah, he's, yeah. he's just, he's dreadful yeah. um, as an individual. And I, uh, I think I do like the movie version of Herbert West more because there's the comedy aspect, but he's still sinister. Yeah. In a way. While in the book, it's just, he's a sinister guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what Je- uh, Jeffrey Combs does so well. Is that his, you know, in any of his work, is the fact that he does such a good job of portraying a character that is 100% dedicated to the cause, Mm -hmm. regardless of what means he needs to take to do the cause. And regardless of, no matter how wrong he may be, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a quick example being like his character, uh, his bizarre character in Frighteners. Oh, yeah. You know, like he's, and and even like some of the characters, uh, character work he does in uh, Star Trek, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's always these, you know, they, this is their goal. This is what they need to accomplish. And they're right. And it's just, Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of how they go about it or right. what the outcome may even be, be mm-hmm. they're still like, well, but I'm still right. And it's like, yeah, but you yeah. ended the world by unleashing <laughs> an unholy terror. Right. It's like, yeah, but the experiment was a success. Yeah, I, I did it, didn't <laughs> it's I? Like, it's like, I, I, I accomplished my goal here. What's the problem, buddy? Right. And it's like, well, <laughs> I've got my pineal gland is now sticking out of my forehead. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, maybe there's extra dimensional sex fish running around <laughs> maybe maybe we need to rethink this it's like but it worked it worked <laughs> and so yeah that's why i definitely enjoy uh about reanimator and you know <laughs> kind of get back on the subject there um that's why i enjoy about reanimators of film and stuff is is you get this really good Study into a character and the drive mm-hmm. of an individual, mm-hmm. um, but you sprinkle in a little bit of fun. Yeah, and the the morals don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the movie version versus the book version, um, does it still hold true to the book version? Like, does it do him justice, or does it stray enough from the source material that he's almost his own thing? See... I, I think that it does a fine enough job characterizing uh, Herbert West. Yeah. Really, the only, like, physical difference that we see uh, is, of course, in the original story, he has blonde hair. Uh-huh. And, like, that's what a lot of people focus on. They're like, why didn't they give him blonde hair in the movie? And it's like, does it really matter? He's no. still a meek, like, little spindly little dude, yeah. you know? Like, everything else works, like. What's the big deal about hair color? Yeah. And just the way that um, the characterization 
is like what Jeffrey Combs did with the character, I think is absolutely perfect. Now, as far as plot goes, mm-hmm. it does follow the story pretty well. There are a lot of things out of order from the stories, sure. like the the head part is like I think in the third or fourth uh, chapter of the story when uh-huh. they've already been next to a cemetery <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. I but in the second movie bride of reanimator they kind of go into like him going into the war of course it's not world war one since it's a modernization of the story yeah uh but we do get a little sprinkling of the other chapters in bride of reanimator so i i think they do a good job of telling the whole story just in a different way yeah and then i do know that the third film is is literally beyond yeah its own story well i mean in the original story he he's dead he's because <laughs> his creations come and get him well i would imagine so but did it actually happen oh that's the twist unreliable it, narrator yes unreliable narrator Ooh, I like because that. like it's supposed to be like from what i remember the last scene of the story is like all these zombies are like coming through the walls <laughs> of the catacombs and like just coming after Herbert West. Like, yeah. they are focusing on him because sure. he's the guy that did this to them, I guess. Ooh. Um, okay. Finish your thought, but I, I want to I touch okay. on that. Um, and then, so, like, all the catacombs are destroyed, everything, and when the narrator goes to tell the police kind of what happened and why Herbert's dead and why this uh, cannibal murderer came back and all this other stuff... Uh, they go back to investigate, and all of it's just fine. Huh. Like, catacombs Ooh. are not broken down or nothing. Interesting. So they're like, oh, okay, you're crazy. Let's take you to the asylum. You know. All <laughs> so, right. pretty um, crazy. Do you think that, that what the representation of the zombies coming in and getting Herbert West, do you think that um, – this is going to be a two-part question. I'm going to play this like I'm a guest at a convention. Okay. Two-part question. <laughs> Um, first, do you think that the uh, the zombies come and get Herbert West and the catacombs uh, collapsing in? Do you think that it was Herbert West succumbing to this unprocessed guilt of the horrors that he actually had done through his experiments? That deep down inside, he actually had a guilt for all of the atrocities that basically he had performed during the career as a scientist. Well, I don't know how the narrator would see that through Herbert West's eyes. Sure. Do you think the narrator is actually <laughs> Herbert West? See, I, I've never really read any theories on what the ending could be, but the way that I see it is, I think the guy might have might have been a little kooky and had followed uh, Herbert. Kind of like a for, Renfield situation. Yeah, like he followed Herbert for all those years, and maybe actually one of the experiments went wrong, and Herbert died mm. himself. And, and this he continued. Is, yeah, and this is the guilt of the narrator going on and continuing the experiments, and one day he just goes absolutely cuckoo bananas and imagines this whole thing and could be possible that the narrators actually uh at some point in time uh became an experiment of herbert west Mm. and so he's actually been you know more or less a fly on the wall like he's been in the room because he literally is like head in a jar right situation and so that's how he's become a narrator which i think would be an interesting take 
mm-hmm. on the story if that's not the case. Yeah, like, he's just uh, Herbert's more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Conscious. Yeah, uh, like experiment. Herbert speaks to him to bounce ideas off of, mm-hmm. and and basically he, the narrator is the representation of the human side of Herbert West himself. Hmm. Now to backtrack a second to uh, again, you know, Herbert succumbing to zombies, you know, um, in catacombs and stuff is do you think that that's a a larger narrative towards um man always uh, almost inevitably coming to kill god hmm oh oh it's definitely like i think all of like reanimator like that whole story is like some sort of commentary on god and um just you know yeah you, you see it basically from the point of view of of God mm-hmm. and then his creation coming back. And yeah. so, and so it would be, you know, cause I do think that there's some sort of like, yeah, commentary, like theological situation, you know, philosophical uh, situation there where it's, it's a, this is a um, thought experiment of, mm-hmm. you know, what is man versus what is God. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, throughout human history, we've always basically tried to topple, god itself and when we do that creation then inevitably will do what we have done which is topple us yeah yeah Um, i can see that definitely i really need to read some fan theories though you've got me really thinking about like why why is that yeah what the drive is there yeah and and stuff yeah that's i think that's the side of it that i have become pretty um interested in is just like there's a lot of I think subtle things, subtleties to the um, to the story itself, and then even the film. You know, and I I recognize the fact that Reanimator the film Mm -hmm. is. I mean, for a lack of a better way of putting it, it's it's a it's a cheesy '80s horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. However, (laughs) I think that they do such a fine job of still telling a story mm-hmm. and still driving there's still a drive there compared to yeah. some of the cheaper movies that are out there or similar films mm-hmm. that are you know mad scientists zombies mm-hmm. what have you like it just does such a complete job of it even with like some of the cheesy effects mm-hmm. though practical which is another thing that i absolutely am in love oh, with yeah. is the effects of the film yeah that that you know they just they it it's to a different standard it's to a different level mm-hmm. um i wish that it was maybe a little bit more of a commercial success because it's still reanimator though very popular in the horror community is still very much a cult um film. oh yeah oh yeah well that's why i was so surprised to see like so many people all of a sudden talking about it again because uh, yeah. it, it seems like for at least on the internet for a long time like you would see maybe a gift set or sure. two around Halloween. Yeah. Now I'm seeing Herbert's face like all year round, like yeah. in fan art and stuff like that. So that's such a, a, so aesthetically pleasing. Plus, <laughs> hey, he's referenced in so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the other thing about uh, about Reanimator as a whole is um, it's incredibly influential. Mm-hmm. On, a, you know, not just the zombie side of things, but just as a whole for um, being referenced throughout pop culture, mm-hmm. uh, books, film, games, and even music. 
Yeah, there's like references to Herbert and stuff you wouldn't even think about saying. Yeah. yeah. And and basically when you if you're watching like even a children's cartoon, if um if it's not an an obvious homage to Frankenstein, then it's an incredibly obvious homage to uh, uh-huh. Reanimator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, especially if there ever is any, you know, glowing green something in a laboratory uh-huh. you know that that's what it is yeah or a character will make a joke about yeah. what are what is this herbert west yeah yeah or something yeah. <laughs> and, and i mean you know and sometimes a little bit more subtly um it may be uh, more of a reference to miskatonic university mm-hmm. or oh i had this roommate this horrible roommate in miskatonic like which um you know we had just recently watched brain dead yeah which, and I freaked out about yeah. the Miskatonic uh, yeah, reference. Yeah, because it, it basically makes it canon to where, you know, more or less the main character probably was in class mm-hmm. with Herbert West. And that's how he, he like, his it, it kind of blows the lid off the thing where his brain experiments were probably based off of something like yeah. him and Herbert worked on together or something to that tune. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. I can see that. I would... You know, I would love to lobby for if they were to make a sequel, uh, a new, um, a new reanimator movie that's mm-hmm. still that's still following the current canon. Mm-hmm. And of course, I have still I haven't seen the third movie, so I don't know how realistic this can be. But it'd be really neat to see Jeffrey Combs and Bill Pullman on screen together. Oh yeah, like Bill Pullman reprises his character. Yeah, I would love to see some sort of. Some sort of story with those two uh, linking, yeah, yeah, linking them together, especially because Brain Dead is like a, also a modern story. So I mean, yeah. it can easily be done together. E- yeah, easily fit together. Um, and that's another unreliable narrator yes, story. Yes. Where we, even though at the end of that film you see that his his brain is in a jar, it could not be. Yeah. It could just be another hallucination. Mm-hmm. You know, he could just be in a hospital somewhere thinking that he's a brain in a jar because, shit, the the whole movie is pretty much in his head. Yeah. So, you know, or he is still a head in a jar and somehow Herb, Herbert moves into the laboratory that has all those brains. Oh, my God. And so and then comes across maybe it's a it's reanimator versus, <gasps> you know, maybe it's a fight in oh. between the two. Oh, speaking of verses, though, I want to go back to um, pop culture stuff sure. with Reanimator. The freaking Army of Darkness versus Reanimator yes. crossover. Like, how amazing is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that'll be an eventuality of just talking about how um, the Evil Dead property has had a lot of phenomenal crossovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft stuff in general. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, I think Army of Darkness is considered part of the Lovecraft canon now, even because well, of it. Oh, I, I mean, I would dare say that the entire run is. I mean, I mean the freaking yeah, yeah, the Necronomicons in there. So. But but yeah, <laughs> it's it's um yeah Army of Darkness versus Reanimator. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um and and yeah like, uh, 
you know, we, we get, there's even stuff that's, that's, uh, that I, I know I didn't know about. And then I was surprised that you didn't know about like, yeah. uh, the anime, uh, Demon Bane. Yeah. I have never seen that. I had never even heard about it. So that was something that you brought up that I was like, holy crap, James knows something that I don't. <laughs> well, I was trying. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to overstep, um, my research for this episode because the fact mm-hmm. that this is, again, it's your, you're presenting, but you know, I wanted to hit from a different angle of influences and where it's shown up in pop culture. And then when I saw that there was an anime that was, it's loosely, loosely, loosely. Yeah. Because what it takes place in Arkham city Yeah, and they're chasing after a grimoire and it turns out it's a little girl. Yeah. Very anime. Yeah. (laughs) But Herbert West yeah. is characterized in it with green hair and stuff. Yeah, so that's it's really, it's very curious. Hey, um, if you were mad about Herbert West having brown hair, wait till you see this. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's amazing, you know, through like video games and stuff with like Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know which that's oh, like love that another yeah epic which we didn't i didn't talk about during our video game episode and and i kind of kept that off because slaughterhouse has its own it's got a lot to talk about oh yeah but um which i hope that maybe we'll get eventually another game Mm -hmm. that's not like the one that happened uh they had a lot (laughs) of good ideas but it it was kind of rough but um now now speaking of video games and stuff um what I'm surprised that we haven't had, at least in recent history, mm-hmm. a uh, a reanimator game. I am too. Um, I'm not even necessarily sure if he he's probably referenced, of course, in the games that we do have. Sure. But I don't even think that he makes an appearance. If he does, I haven't seen anything about that. Yeah. And guys, call us out on that. Yeah, because I ha- see something. I haven't finished the Sinking City, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's in there somewhere. Maybe, but, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely. Um, I mean, obviously he's referenced and stuff, and but um, but it would just be so neat. And we were discussing this before how um, I think I think that if you weren't directly playing as herbert west Mm -hmm. like through a journey of madness um i thought it'd be cool if they did a game that was kind of like um layers of fear Mm -hmm. one of those narrative games oh yeah where you know you're just you're always a step behind him Mm -hmm. so you're always kind of experiencing the aftermath maybe you find journal notes and stuff like that that um you end up kind of getting like the phantom vision or whatever. Like right. where you, so you kind of see a little bit through Herbert's eyes mm-hmm. or through the eyes of the monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, just that ultimately you're, you never actually see Herbert in the game until the end mm. where I thought it'd be neat. If like you, you finally catch up with them, yeah. but you become one of his experiments yeah one of his victims now it could be a case of where there's like multiple endings sure. where ones where you become the experiment yeah or you catch him yeah or you catch him or you know like or but, you're there for the for the start of a really uh chaotic event yeah yeah like yeah. depending Her- on how Herbert you play. accidentally does something yeah where if if you if you pick up certain items or if you go through certain doors in a yeah. certain order that influences the outcome. I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. 
um, it would have a lot of potential. And, and plus, like, I mean, we're getting, uh, I've, I've just noticed that um, developers have gotten really good at these, narr- like, first-person narrative games. Like, oh, yeah. Dear Esther. Again, Layers of Fear is a phenomenal game series. See, I would want that studio to do the reanimator yeah. game if they were. If they were to do it like to that. Do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but I, like, and, and again, I, I'm not aware of any, but. Reanimator has such this big potential that I, I was surprised that there wasn't like an FMV uh, like point and click adventure game mm-hmm. like from the studio that did um, speaking of through the eyes of the monster. But, you know, there was the the point and click the FMV game um, Frankenstein through the eyes of the monster mm-hmm. where you play as Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. You know, Tim Curry is as Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> Phenomenal game, guys. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> you know, but but that studio, I would have thought and mm-hmm. I don't know how protective um the lovecraft like estate is yeah. like how that functions i mean it seems like they let anybody make anything but <laughs> well most of it is it's public, uh, public domain. domain so so is perhaps maybe is reanimator I, not i think that they're what well, i can't remember the guy's name but there is somebody that kind of owns the rights to most of it yeah uh writes all sorts of papers and does all sorts of stuff about a uh, lovecraft in general uh but yeah i I honestly don't know what the the legality of all of it is. Because it just definitely seems like um, Reanimator is the most protected mm-hmm. um, of all of them. Because we, well, you know, I I honestly think uh, Reanimator is probably the most uh, lucrative yeah. of the HP Lovecraft properties, besides Cthulhu himself. Sure. sure. Uh, so yeah, I plus like. It's been so influential. That's probably why they are so protective yeah. over the the brand. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like I saw Jeffrey Combs in FMV in an FMV game. Oh, he had to have been. It was probably like a uh, Herbert West adjacent. You know what I mean? Like, it was oh my probably, god, like, yeah. It was probably somebody that was very similar. Or maybe, you know? yeah. Or maybe he made a goofy uh, cameo as a uh, Doctor Herbert. Uh, or Berbert South. Yeah, yeah, Berbert South. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better name. <laughs> uh, so, you know, of course, obviously, yeah, um, Reanimator, big deal, super, super influential. Now, um, you know, Mr. Combs is definitely getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. I sincerely doubt that we'll probably see another movie. Well, okay, there was supposed to be a fourth movie. Mm-hmm. And I really wish they had made it because it was supposed to be the island of Reanimator. Yeah. Do we know what happened with that? Like, did it? Uh, I just think it never. Yeah, I think it just never fell or never took off. Uh, but yeah, it was supposed to be like a Dr. Moreau situation. Sure. Oh. And so I'm like, gosh, I would have loved to have seen all the crazy experiments. Yeah, I just imagine like somebody gets, you know, like, I wonder if the story would be something to a tune of like, you know, and this is, this is, it would be a horrible movie, but, but basically it'd be like a bunch of rich kids on a yacht. Like party, like it's a party barge or uh-huh. some bullshit. Storm happens. Uh-huh. They crash onto this island. It turns out that you know, medical criminal uh, Herbert West had escaped jail. <gasps> right. Faked his death. Has been actually on this island this entire time, mm-hmm. left to his own devices, and has been experimenting on people that wash ashore. He actually purposefully put maybe like jagged rocks out Ooh, out yeah. in the ocean. To, yeah. You know, like a spider <laughs> catching flies, but. 
a scene in my head that I think would be fun mm-hmm. is like, you know, it just starts off very dry. It's just it's just these, you know, whiny, whiny rich kids trying to like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're on this island. <laughs> and like they hear something shimmy or whatever and looks over. And what it is, is it's basically like it's like a foot. Uh huh. But with like a head on it. And like the and it's just like a head like licking like her her elbow or something. Oh, gross. It's some sort of like gross like like reverse foot fetish situation. And then we see it hop away. Yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> yeah, she like screams like you know one of the guys is like a a sports star or whatever and like uh-huh. punts it into the woods. Oh my gosh. You know, and then and then from there it's all these weird situations like maybe there's like a a snake. But it's like intestines, like it's like an anaconda thing. But it's a big, Ooh, it's an intestine snake or something. Yeah, I can, I could develop the shit out of this idea. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe they just need your help. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I can see it totally being kind of a movie like that because it would have been around probably two thousand five, two thousand six that they would have made this. Yeah. Because uh, Beyond Reanimator was 2003, I believe. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like that would have fit perfectly for that time frame yeah, because yeah. all the horror movies were made like that yeah, with a yeah. group of kids. Yeah, you would have had someone like Tara Reid right. would be in the mix. Right. You know, it was just, let's just fuck it. Let's Josh just, Hartnett. I was going to say, like, <laughs> let's just use the cast of, uh, of American Pie, <laughs> American Cruise. <laughs> there we go. And then they wash up and it becomes Reanimator. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, um,. <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, so so that fell through. Yeah. Again, I don't know. It would be wonderful if we got at least one more romp mm-hmm. with uh, Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West. Yeah. Because I think he could still do it. Oh, sure. For sure. Um, but, you know, the inevitability here, especially mm-hmm. since there seems to be a resurgence of Reanimator, mm-hmm. a studio is going to pick up on that. And oh, they're yeah. going to want to make a remake. Right. So let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Would... Do you think that there's anybody current that could take on the mantle of Jeffrey Combs? Hmm. At the very least, who would you like to see play Herbert West in a reanimator um, reboot? Well, I feel like if they made it now, they'd probably make it a little closer to the original story. Yeah. So they'd probably set it, you know, in the time frame. Sure. The 1920s. Yeah. I want to say Elijah Wood. I want to put Elijah Wood in every movie, sure. though. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I mean, in Come to Daddy, I think that he does a phenomenal job of doing kind of the deadpan thing. Yeah. Uh, he can he can play a straight face character, but looks wise and um, acting wise also. Uh, what's the name of the actor that does Pennywise? Is it Bill Skarsgård or is it? It's I thought it was Peter, Peter. I thought... <laughs> uh, one of the scars guards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you you would think that uh, that I would know that, and I know there's people probably screaming at their um, that uh, at their <laughs> at their speakers right now, or, or throwing off their headphones, going, "I'm never listening yeah. to this podcast I get, again." I get all the scars guard brothers <laughs> like their names mixed up. Okay, yeah, yeah, guys, like, sorry. I, I definitely, it's Bill Scars. It's Bill. Okay. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I do think that Bill Skarsgård would do uh, an interesting, I think he would do a very interesting job. Because, I mean, he's kind of funny as Pennywise. Sure. When he's not really supposed to be yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And he's got the, like, frame about him that I imagine the original Herbert West has. Yeah, like, I think that he would do, and and I honestly, I, I can't think of anybody 
maybe off the top of my head that would really do a good job of being a straight man in a comedy mm-hmm. not realizing it's a comedy yeah you know playing that kind of like that self-obsessed self-absorbed mm-hmm. you know as stated before you know ends justify the means kind yeah. of character i think that he would do an excellent job uh mm-hmm. in the role um do you have any ideas for people you'd like to see just in the movie in general or as as as, as herbert as herbert because i mean any old butthole could play the other guys sure like. for sure <laughs> um well see that's the thing is i think i would like to see elijah wood in the movie as mm-hmm. his you know as the narrator as, as narrator essentially. i think I, I would like to see him because i think that elijah wood um is a phenomenal uh reaction actor oh yeah i think oh, yeah. that you know when you throw him into a situation and he because he's always kind of a i don't know if i'm prepared to take the next step but Mm -hmm. i know i have to take the next step kind of thing Hmm. you know where he's forced into situations okay so i think that if you were to have him as like herbert west's assistant Mm -hmm. he 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 too is interested Mm -hmm. in the experiment itself but is always like i think we're going too far right slap we're never going too far you know I don't know though. I kind of like the um, the himbo aesthetic kind of that the guy has in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, you know he's kind of he he's way bigger than sure. Mr. Combs and yeah, yeah, he's a little bit more of a jock. Yeah, he's definitely more jockey. So sure. I I kind of like that dynamic yeah, from yeah. that movie. So I don't know. I I I definitely would love to see. Elijah though in yeah. a, a Lovecraft. Well, I mean, he's thickened film. up. He's gotten he's 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 gotten a little, a little yeah. buffer over time. Yeah. Uh, now, um, Elijah Wood adjacent. What about Daniel Radcliffe as Herbert West? As Herbert West. Hmm. So we could finally get them two in a movie together. Yeah. Now, okay, I love this idea for Daniel Radcliffe as Herbert West, and I cannot believe i didn't think about it because like he's already played uh dr frankenstein yeah and we know that he has the capability of playing serious he has the range (laughs) yeah he definitely has the range but we also you know he he can play terrified of his own mistake Mm -hmm. really well that Mm -hmm. moment of reckoning i think he could do oh yeah now the question is also would the would the reboot do you think that they would play it straight completely or would it still have humor in it like the original? Okay. Now, I know that I said that the story is kind of more uh, <laughs> more serious in the movie, of course, but I, I feel like just the situation in general is humorous. I think that would be maybe like more like gallows humor. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's a lot of... It's be a very... It would have to be like black comedy, very dark. Mm-hmm. It would be a... Because I think if they played it straight, just full-on serious, it would be a very dull movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and I think it would get in its own way a lot. I think they mm-hmm. would have to have some wiggle room for humor. Yeah. But not, not in a womp womp, you know, like <laughs> right. honka 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 clown shoes. It would be that, you know, it would be a situational comedy, you know, mm-hmm. where it would be a, you know, they're still... the the characters are still reacting to this very serious 
but mm-hmm. the scenario is humorous. Right. Even to to which I think that, you know, something horrific happens and maybe, you know, um, the assistant character, Elijah Wood potentially uh, here, um, would be like mortified. Oh, my God. Like covered in blood. Oh, his head exploded. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, but like maybe Herbert West is completely clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he's what's like, the big deal? Yeah. He's just like, he's like, get over yourself. I got messy, too. And he's got like one little drip oh my God, on his jacket. Yes. And, you know, or or just cracks wise, like, you know, you know, looks over, shrugs. And it's like, well, if you're going to make an omelet, you know, and then carries uh-huh, on, uh-huh. you know, and it's just like it'd be little little things like that that just kind of breaks it up, breaks up the tone a mm. little bit. You know, doesn't bring it to a full halt, but just mm-hmm. makes it fun. Damn, I really wish that I had right? the money and. I was a director so that I could make this. <laughs> right. We just, need, we need to just start lobbying, start sending, start sending emails out to people going, Hey, listen, you know, I, I, <laughs> I know that you usually make, uh, Hey, uh, you know, Oliver Stone, I know you usually make these kind of movies, but could you, <laughs> I don't want Oliver Stone to make no, it, no. but it's the first director I thought of. <laughs> it would have to be like Taita or somebody like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I because I, I, I think that he could probably do the serious with the comedy in it. Yeah, um, I think you know him, Tida, um, uh, James Gunn, mm-hmm. you know, um, cautiously James Gunn. James I love Gunn, him, but I think he would go I, too funny. I think yeah, he would go too comedic. Like I think, but I don't know because like, the fact that he also can do. Why not get Jeffrey Combs to just direct it? Huh. Okay. Because he's done directing stuff before, I believe. I believe so, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, at the very least, produce, executive produce. Yeah. He, I mean, he would have to be, he has to be involved. He has to be involved. Like, no yes. matter what, he has yes. to be involved. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, who knows what the future of Reanimator holds. Um, right. We, you know, I mean, shit, they could, like, we could always get an animated series. Yeah. They always, like, always, they can go like this, DC style. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, still very serious, right? You know, um, because animation can be serious; it doesn't have to be all kids stuff, as yeah. we've seen before. You know, where then they can at least keep Jeffrey Combs mm-hmm. just voicing Herbert West instead. Yeah, because I know that he does a lot of voice work. Oh, he does a ton of voice work, and so like, you you kind of get to have your, you know, have have your cake and eat it too kind of mm-hmm. situation. That'd be cool. Um, Maybe they can eventually do an episode about the island of Reanimator. Yeah, yeah, you can really expand. Um, I mean, shit, like then, then the sky's the limit. But, but I don't know. What do you guys think out there? You know, would you like to? Do you think that it's too sacred? Should nobody touch it at all? What do you think about our idea? I like, mean, the original, the Reanimator movie does have a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I get right is what I'm is all I'm saying. By no means do I want to see them remake Reanimator. Mm-hmm. It's just that in a perfect world, you know, let's brainstorm a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully they don't go too bananas. Oh, I would love to see um, John Hamm uh, be the head. The, oh yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> I just want more work for John Hamm because I love him. Oh, but, of course. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it just, it'd be, it, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Jeffrey Combs be the head. But, um, <laughs> but there's a lot of potential. Oh, uh, 
God, and we didn't even talk about one more thing about um, Reanimator being parallel parallel to other things because we mentioned Brain Dead. Yeah. But additionally, um, you had mentioned before before we had recorded um, another connection. Oh yeah, uh, when we were talking about From Beyond and how it could be the same hospital, like the yeah. same college hospital, and yeah. things are just happening in separate rooms. <laughs> Which I mean, it would be so. <laughs> I mean, like again, I think it would be really interesting if you had the brain dead reanimator from beyond. All like, happening all, at all the same happen- time. Yeah, it's all happening at the same time. It's just it's kind of like <laughs> um, the uh, the the John Carpenter, um, you know, uh, apocalypse uh, trilogy, mm-hmm. basically with um, with uh, uh, mouth of madness. Um, the thing it's, it's all right it's all basically happening at the same time mm-hmm. more or less the world is ending well i think brain dead would probably be the last movie in that series mm-hmm. because obviously he went to school with herbert yeah so and reanimator is the first one where uh-huh. they're going to college and then from beyond happens in the middle during the part where i mean it happens during reanimator essentially yeah. but why i made the connection is because i mean it's the same cast and crew mm-hmm. um director everything from reanimator yeah. to from beyond so that i think that's why it has a lot of the same feel too oh yeah yeah there it's it even though they are you know different movies mm-hmm. um it does feel like you're almost you almost get this. Hey, wait a minute, am I getting ripped off? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <Just go. laughs> I mean, the experiments are very different. Yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah. But... And, and and the outcome of some of the characters uh-huh. is drastically different. Uh huh. Um, I mean, the gal just goes full, full, <laughs> full Monty nuts. Yeah. Uh, sex nuts. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, but that that God, yeah, from beyond. Which um, side note, I couldn't believe that they made a spiritual. It's a remake sequel hmm. that that um, where it's all it's it's all young people and stuff, and, hmm. and it's recent. It was um, I don't I think it made did it come out last year. Huh. It, it came out over the past couple of years, and and I, I saw a trailer for it, and at some point in time, we'll have to watch it. Um, to review. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, with this, I've with looking, fact checking essentially, mm-hmm. I found out that they had made a recent remake of Castle Freak. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and apparently Herbert West makes an appearance in that. Yeah. So. so it's it's there's a lot of these again. It's it's all kind of circling back, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's all kind of coming back in in, in style. Um, now I will say uh, that from Beyond movie looks pretty rough uh, yeah i don't i don't know if i can actually watch it but i'll watch like clips and oh no stuff. that's gonna be an episode ah, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so let's go ahead and start wrapping things up okay um, uh but you know again what like what did what did you guys think about reanimator let us know in the comments yeah. and um, i know that i missed a lot of history and stuff with the story but i was just having fun talking about it's, the general concept ghastly <laughs> chat that's what they're all about <laughs> um you know and yeah like if there i would love to i would love to get some links from people linking like maybe references Mm-hmm. to reanimator because because uh i thought it was bizarre that it's kind of sparse as far as like list sites go 
Um, yeah, it seems like some places list different things and other, like even from Wikipedia to another, like yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiki the wiki. It's, wiki it's, the wiki. Yeah, it was it's, like it's very weird. Because um, I was trying to pinpoint references that I really liked. Because I mean, you know, there's references to them in Batman and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I was just like, well. I can't pinpoint anything because there's so much different information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, like, what would, what, what's your, guys, what's what's your favorite, um, you know, Herbert West homage? Mm. Ooh, um, out there, I'd like to hear from you. You know, you know, as usual, contact us via Twitter, Facebook, website, email. You know, yep. at the end of every episode, I usually list where you can find us. So, um, you know, yeah. don't, don't turn it off until the end. Until you, until you hear the witches laugh. Um, don't turn it off. We're literally <laughs> the only podcast Magoria out there. Yeah. So yeah, by it's design. easy to find. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, be careful uh, out there. Side, like side, side note. Um, we have officially um, been linked to to like um virus sites oh there's 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 virus like podcast websites out there so be careful guys if it's got like a really weird web address don't don't click that link Um, (laughs) because i was trying to kind of find out where we're where we're showing up because we've expanded a little bit as far Mm -hmm. as the show goes and i just want to see how people are listening and and yeah there's a couple of them out there that's Mm -hmm. like they're totally trying to steal your information so be really careful if it if it's not the main you know your trusted podcast uh websites and stuff Mm -hmm. um you know if we sh- if we know we're showing up on somewhere, we'll we'll tell you. Yeah. Either via episode or via Facebook or Twitter. Right. You know, so don't trust anything else that you see out there. Okay. It's dangerous. Okay, Dad. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now I think that you should be asking me a question at this point in the episode. Yes, because this time I do not know what the next theme is. So uh-huh. what are, what are we talking about next time? Well. The next episode will begin a, a little mini series, I would almost dare say, uh, for for Podcast Magoria, which is the subject of cryptids, <gasps> which I know that you're very passionate about. Yeah. But also, it is the number one requested thing that, um, uh, as far as subjects go. Mm-hmm. The the people that have contacted us or ha- that I have spoken to, mm-hmm. cryptids is a thing that people want us to talk about. Okay, well. So here you go, guys. Get ready for a five-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be starting with an intro to cryptids because, of course, you know, this is the first year of mm-hmm. the podcast. So we're still very much doing intro to mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these concepts. But then we'll be diving into um, your legendary uh, cryptids, like the more mm. popular ones, as well as um, somebody that's very special to the month of September. <gasps> uh, so I won't reveal any more. Well, if you know, you know, if you, you know, know, you know, you know. You know. Um, <laughs> and then just a little heads up, guys. We also will be taking a little break during the month of September after the third part of our cryptid series. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in preparation of something special coming up uh. that once a year. <laughs> um, so as always, you must do as the Herbert West do <laughs> and get that green goo. <laughs> <laughs> 
and stay spooky. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. I can't believe there's a dead cat in the refrigerator. This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for behind-the-scenes information about future episodes and as well as other spooky things that we may be featuring in other Podcast Magoria productions. And as always, stay spooky. <laughs> <laughs>